I'm sorry. Where is it that I start off with an apology? Not that I'm not big enough of a man to admit when I'm wrong, but I didn't go into this particular podcast with due diligence. Normally, I like to sample a product, do research, go to the brewery, the winery, the bar, whatever, and see what I'm talking about. I was not able to do this with Partners in Grapes, and it was my loss. This is one of the wines that I look for that I created this podcast for because it was that good. Mary Anna opened up her storehouses for me to try the wine, the red blend, the white, and I truly, unabashedly recommend it. It's one of those wines that hit the palate of silkiness. It was smooth. It was clean. It had a slight peppery taste to it, yet it came in sweet. You need to try this wine. It's definitely one of those wines you will try, you will remember when you try it. And trust me, I know, oh, I know how huge the wine market is. It is really untamable at this point. I mean, you can go to any of your box stores and get any number of wines of variety of quality and you may enjoy it you probably will enjoy it but this is one of those boutique wines you just want to remember you want to have for special occasions you want to tell your friends about drink it and enjoy so to that end i offer up this podcast as a Apology to Partners in Grapes, to Mariana, who opened up her storehouses to me. As I say, stated before, she gave me a sample of her red blend, and I truly enjoyed it. Needless to say, when you open up or start your own podcast, you, you know, are not shy around a bottle of wine. And I finished that off very, very happily and greedily because I really did enjoy it. So I hope you take that into account when you listen to this podcast, that you hear this wonderful story about two friends starting a winery, the work that they put in, the fact that two women... Um, from another country decided to open up something so wonderful, so truly American, and most importantly, try their product because the wine is delicious. 
it's one of the few wines it's one of the few products that i will unabashedly promote and bring people to the sample partners in grapes it's that good it means that much to me i love the story i love the pull yourself up by your bootstraps Hey everybody, welcome again to The Bar is Open. This is the podcast about everything fermented and we have a special, special treat for you today. Uh, We have the partner and owner of Partners in Grapes Winery and Mariana. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you, thank you. Now, thank you for having me. Oh man, ouch! This is my pleasure because uh, this is the first wine winery in uh, this inclination of uh, incarnate. Words are difficult. <laughs> I'm gonna apologize on the front end. In this uh, installment of the bar is open. This is the first winery we had to uh, interview. So, thank you so much for coming on. Of course, All right. my pleasure. Oh, this is great. So I guess the best thing or the best way to get started is what started your love affair with wine? Because just looking at you, um, seeing your whole R and stuff, I was to see you in a restaurant or club somewhere. I'd be like, okay, that's a dirty martini girl. <laughs> so what started you in, uh, with your love affair with wine? Um, I love wine, um, but I wasn't a wine drinker, to be honest. Why? Because wine gave me a headache after a couple of glasses. Um, I tried to look for healthier, cleaner wine experiences, and I couldn't find the right one. And I was in Spain in December of 2019 visiting my best friend. Uh, shout out to my best friend and business partner, Natalie, who's in Spain right now. Hi, Natalie. And, uh, and we were talking and we were having some really good wine from Catalonia. And I was like, this is so good. It was smooth. It was silky. And I just loved it. And the next day I felt great. So that stayed with me, you know, like that area of Spain had really good organic wine, you know. Um so that search for you know the the right choice for me, what worked for my, for me and the flavor profile that I wanted, sort of got us started. Oh wow! Okay, so just like most good stories, um, started with just you and a friend sitting around drinking, having a good time. Exactly. It was January first, two thousand and twenty, before the pandemic. We started talking about wanting to do something of our own. Yeah. Wasn't that a great time? Remember that 2020 January? Like, yeah, everything looked so good. Oh, nothing could go wrong now. We had no idea what was coming. Yeah, of course. Oh, I look back at that like the Stone Ages. I'm like, (laughs) wow, man, I had plans in the future. Yeah. You know, I was going to travel and do things in, you know, February. Boom. And you took it up a notch. You said, you know what? Not only did I try this great wine? I want to start a business doing this. Yes. So when um, I came back to the States and just talking to Natalie after a few weeks of uh, being back from my trip and we were talking, let's do something together. And at first we thought, well, this is a big obstacle. You live in Spain. I live in the U.S. What are we going to do? And, and then we figured, let's turn it around. Let's turn that obstacle into an advantage. What can we bring to the States that we don't have? 
And the answer was just so easy, organic wine. Well, yeah, because generally speaking, it's the sulfates and other uh, impurities in the wine that give a lot of people a headache. You, what you described is not that uh, uncommon. A lot of people get headaches or have a bad reaction at the very mm -hmm. least to that. So how important was it for you to get an organically sourced wine? It was critical. It was yeah. essential. We wanted a wine that didn't have a lot, that didn't have sugar added, that the only sugar had to come from the grapes. We wanted organic, we wanted vegan, and we also didn't want, uh, I like a good red, but I always stumble across reds that are too dry, too oaky, too strong, that after a glass, I'm like, I can't have another glass. Right. So we created this flavor profile and we said, okay, you know what? This is what we're gonna do over the summer. You'll come over to Spain again and we'll visit a bunch of vineyards and we try all the wines that they have in the Penedes, which is an area right outside of Barcelona. Right. Um, and then we'll pick whatever, we'll pick the wine that we want and we'll get it done. Wow. And then the pandemic hit. I can't see how that would stop you. It did. This, global, this is a global pandemic with it, you know, stop <laughs> dedicated women. So, wow, that's, that's amazing. So you had to go in there, you get everything started, the pandemic hit. How were you able to source the grapes in? I mean, you found the spot, you found a couple of grapes, but I'm assuming there's a lot of testing and retrying to try to find your own particular yes blend. there was a lot of zoom meetings and there was a lot of brainstorming once yeah. we created like i said the flavor profile then natalie did the groundwork right she visited probably 20 vineyards in that area and the ones that matched the flavor profile that we wanted then she sent samples over to the states wow uh there was a lot of tasting here and then comparing notes why? Yeah. See, now this is where I wish I had known you then, because I would love to be part of that process. That that sounds wonderful. I mean, it was fun. It yeah. was different than what originally we had planned, but it turned out to be great because we. One thing that Natalie and I have in common is we're very in sync. Right. So when she liked one, and I tried it, I liked the same. Right. So it became very easy. And we find after several tastings, we finally found the one that fit every category that sounds critical because there were so many different uh things that can go wrong with um, your partners and just trying to get that being in sync especially on the taste department and basically have your your palate so in sync with each other would must have been critical it was and you know our um one of our core values of our companies our business is built on trust friendship and love Nice. And it was, it's been just such an incredible experience to work with her. And, and, and the fact that we're always, every time we have to make a decision, 99.9% .9 of the times we're in sync. Right. So it's been a great adventure, to be honest with you. Oh, well, it's score one for working with your best friend. Yeah. Now, how, how did you guys meet? Because um, you're from Venezuela. Mm -hmm. Is she from uh, Spain? She, no, she's from Venezuela as oh, well. Oh, okay. Uh, we met in college back in 1995. Uh, uh, what college? Uh, it was in Venezuela. We're both oh, okay. political science majors. And after college, I moved to the States and she moved to London. Whoa. She lived in London for eight years and then decided to move to Spain. And But, you know, we've always been best friends. She was my maid of honor at my wedding. We've visited each other. Yeah. And, you know, going into business with her was a no-brainer. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, 
That sounds great. Now and now I have someone to visit in Spain. Absolutely. She'll go. love to have you. I would love to come out there. We can do some uh, on the ground tasting and sourcing of um, different vineyards. Yeah, you must have been pretty jealous. She had to do all the uh, the legwork of uh, you know going to those different yes. vineyards. Yes, and especially because we wanted to make those decisions together and we knew it was gonna delay a little delay course, a little bit. Right. And everything got delayed. Whatever process. Um, alcohol is extremely regulated here in the states, as it should. And getting licenses and permits federally and, and oh, statewide, yeah. it was a lot of work. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, I won't bore listeners with all the you know fun of government, you know, talking, <laughs> no. especially the blue laws of Carolinas. So, but let's just say they're difficult, and we should make it easier. I'm going to leave it at that. That's the end of my. But speech. they're doable. So. Yes. And well, obviously, especially when you're dedicated, uh, intelligent women like yourself. And I wanted to bring that point out, especially to highlight this is a woman-owned business. Yes, it is. Yeah, that is uh, wonderful to hear. And in this country, in this part of the world, minority women-owned business. So you get double. And that is just wonderful to hear. We truly support that. The bar, the bar is open. We wish you nothing but success. We need more women in the industry, um, not just tasting, but taking a lead like you are. So that's uh, I really want to highlight, you know, your journey and stuff. So, Thank you. That that's a big part of our business. Um, one of our motos, so to speak, is believe in one another and rise together. Yeah. And I personally believe that when I see one woman, whether it's black, brown, or whatever, winning, then all of us are winning. Agreed. And I think that it's all about women supporting women. One of our the things that we want to do, especially with our social media, is highlight other women's businesses. Yeah. We want to be supportive of them. We want to showcase what they do um, so we can all rise together. Yeah. Well, and go to those social social media accounts at partnersandgrapes.com. You can see it on all this, your typical um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those things. Visit their website, read their story. They're like two wonderful women getting together and their passion is shown in, you know, everything they're doing. But, you know, this is well, this is good. We truly support you, but it comes down to how is the product? What is the wine? So let's go into a little bit of the process yes. of making the wine. Now, you talk about making a different uh, profile mm -hmm. of your red. And as of right now, you have two varieties available, the red and the white. Yep. Is there both blend? No, um, the, white the red is, is blend. Mm -hmm. The red is blend. The white is uh, just one fruit. But um, let's go into the red. I happen to have a bottle in front of me, and I will be partaking in that at a later time, and I will post all my notes. But it looks delicious. Going over the website, I know there's a little bit of oak. So you know what? Enough of me. Describe the red profile. For yeah. Uh, well, before we get into that, I want to share a little bit of how it starts. It starts mm -hmm. with the grape. We're talking about organic, yes, organic grapes, uh, minimal intervention, meaning yeah. no pesticides. Everything is done by hand. And these are winemakers that have been doing this for over 200 years. Right. Yeah. It, it, so it's labor intensive. Not only that, they not only they know what they're doing, they are passionate about it. Winemaking mm -hmm. is who they are. And that's why we felt such a big connection and we decided to partner with them. 
Um, so our red blend, and we're extremely proud of the products that we have right now. It's 85% Tempranillo, which is a Spanish grape, and 15% Shiraz. It's a great combination, and it makes for a silky, yes. smooth, with a great finish. Uh, it's just a wonderful product. And our white is 100% uh, Charello grape, which is a grape that's exclusive from Catalonia in Spain. You can't find it anywhere else. Yeah, I was doing a little research on that wine. I couldn't find much, well, I could find technical aspects of it, but yeah, because it's so exclusive. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you want to get, how would you describe that taste of the white? The white is uh, low, the low acidity, it's yeah. not sweet, it's not very dry, it's very well balanced, right. very structured, and it has a hint of minerality based on the fact that the vineyard is so close to the Mediterranean. Um, and that gives it just the, the wind that comes from the ocean just gives it a, a beautiful flavor. Yeah, most people don't realize how important the location, the temperature, the elevation of your vineyards, it's, of your grapes can determine the taste and the subtle flavors of your It's wine. absolutely critical. And that is one of the things that we wanted to highlight. You can find a lot of Spanish wine in the US, right. mainly from the Rioja region but not that many from Penedes. And Penedes is very particular. It's the second largest uh, production region in Spain. Right, you're right there. By, uh, but it's, it's not as well known as other regions. So we wanted to bring the most beautiful flavors of Catalonia to right. America. Wow, I love the story of uh, like a just wonderful boutique wine that comes out. Absolutely. Oh, that, that sounds great. That sounds great. So let's get into some of the stories of the wine. So you're picking your, your reds, you're picking your grapes, you're picking your wine, and you decide why just to, um, someone with your passion I can see is going to like just dominate the market. So why not just flood it with, you know, so many different wines? Because you got to walk before you can run. I, I take you as a runner. I am. But I I'm, also, a I'm a risk taker. Both Natalie and I yeah. are risk takers, but we're also very cautious and we want to do it right. Right. No one's rushing us. We want to get to know the market. We want to grow our brand. Mm -hmm. And financially, it made more sense to start with two wines than with four or five because it required a bigger investment. And this is, we don't have any capital from any third parties. This is. This is just two women getting just together. Just two women making it happen, getting know. it done. So you know the wine is going to be extra good because they put the time and the care in it. That's, that's important. A lot of times, I mean, you can go to any of, your, any of your bottle shops, any store around the country, get a Spanish wine, you know, 10 bucks you get to go. Sometimes not even more than that. But it tastes, it tastes like that. This is something that's really you can taste the the history, the flavor in it, and um, you will bake that very forward in your website. And as you can no doubt hear from this interview, it's you know it's one of the number one things. I, I take the Pepsi challenge against any other wine. Any wow, day. you heard that here, guys. You heard that. Here. You know what? Just because he said that, I'll I'll back you up on that challenge. Any of our listeners. They go to Partners and Grapes, go to partnersandgrapes.com, order yourself a bottle of two wine. Let's meet up somewhere and I will meet up and I will have a tasting with you. And we will, you know, show the 
results on a future podcast. Absolutely, yes. I'm great. definitely down. All right, we can make that happen. So if you like this story, um, again, go to partnersandgrapes.com, partners and grapes, and you know, order yourself a bottle or two, a case, you know, she'll make it happen. Don't worry. You're having a good party, you want to try it, go ahead and do it. So that being said, let's go into your history a little bit. Okay. Venezuela. Venezuela. How did a young lady in Venezuela ended up into this industry? Well, it all well, first, how did I end up in America? Right. I would say. Let's start. Um, yeah, you can start at any little point, but you know, I know Venezuelans. I've never been to Venezuela, but I know Venezuelans down in South Florida, and uh, they are, to say the least, a fun bunch. Of people. Yeah, of course. Passionate is the word I would come back to. So with that passion, how did you end up here? Because you didn't like you just said, you started in 2020 just drinking wine with a friend and said, this is good. Let me do this. So, yeah, um, I moved to the States right after college um, and just fell in love with Charlotte. It was the perfect city. It was not too small, not too big perfect to raise a family. Um, I found a job here um, and I decided to stay. And it was great. I met my husband here. We fell in love, got married, had three beautiful children. And once I had my second child, I was working in real estate. I was working for a home builder, um, did a lot of marketing and sales in that industry, real estate, construction, and mortgages. Right. And once I had my second child, my daughter, I decided that I wanted to stay home and spend time with them, which is what I've done for the past 10 years. So, yeah, great for raising kids, but also great for driving a little bit crazy. A little, yes. Um, I'm also a writer. I was writing a a novel when I started with Partners in Grapes, and um, I'm still going to finish that, hopefully get it published next year. Why why does every writer have a great wine or you know, alcohol story? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I got 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 an unpublished book that I've been working on, you know, especially after, you know, sampling some of the, you know, products of the podcast. I got the uh, two pages ready, you know, but it's down, it's on the computer. So oh my God, that's I'm, great. Uh, yeah, two whole pages of a novel that I haven't even named yet, but it started on the dark, dark stormy night. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so wow. So that's crazy. You um, just traveling, got into business, you know, fell in love with Charlotte and Charlotte, we love the Queen City. I'm, you know, used to live in Detroit, South Florida, all up and down the East Coast. I kind of fell in love with Charlotte, too. You know, it, like you said, it's a great place to raise a family. It, it really is. Yeah. And there is something special about the South. Um, yeah. not, not everyone appreciates that. I have come to love the Southern culture and the Southern hospitality. And most of my friends are from the South. And yeah. I just love them with passion. Yeah, there you go. See, you know, there you go. I've had a conversation just earlier today with uh, a friend of mine, and we bemoan some of the stereotypes of the South. You know, I'm from the North. I, you know, this, but that's true. There, a lot of my best friends are Southerners. There's a lot of beauty. There's a lot of um, love down here. There don't is. The most there is one hundred percent. Yeah. So, how has community or friend support been encouraging to you? 
in this um, winemaking venture. 100%. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, having my business partner so far away from me, it's been my family and my friends who have supported me and carried me through the challenges that we have faced. Yeah. Uh, there were times where I was just like, I don't have what it takes. This is too much. Um, I have three kids. I don't have the time. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, all the self-doubt and the little voice inside your head telling you, you're not going to make this happen. But my friends and my family, they have the support and the love that they have shown really brought me to where I am right now. Wow. Yeah. We should have the tell them if they want to be on the podcast talking about some of your adventures. She's all, guys, I need to make this into maybe a YouTube channel because she's, you can tell, she's all business. She, this is her passion. She's all business. But, you know, I can also tell there's a fun side. There's oh, fun yes. stories. Yes behind making this wine. What uh, what's some of the funniest things or the most unusual uh, how can we put it? What are the most unusual things that you've come across in this uh, startup? Well, uh, the name. Uh, this wasn't the original name of the business. The original name was, of the business was Partners in Wine, which I thought was extremely clever and right. it played on the word partners, right. which Natalie right. and I, when we first met in college, we partner up during a class. And after that, we started calling each other partner. Right. To this day, we never call each other by our first name. We call each other partner. Right. So partners right. in wine was just perfect. After we had done a lot of social media and we had our branding done and everything, there was a tiny little place somewhere in South Carolina with the same name. They hired a lawyer to come after us yeah. for the name. And so we were kind of disappointed, but at the same time, what we thought was a setback turned out to be a setup for the right path for us to go. Right. So I hired a lawyer, a lawyer, and she said, you know what, just scratch the name, find a new one and move on. It is the easiest way. And that's what we did. And that's how Partners in Grapes was born. And to be honest with you, it was the right name. It was always meant to be. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that was unusual. After we put so much work into it, and then we had to start start from scratch. Yeah. Hey, that's why it is the bar is open pod pod in other than other names because of that same problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I so I understand. I completely understand. But they say everything works out for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah. Probably grapes is a great name. It's a great design logo too. I of course um, follow us on social media at the Bars Open Pod, and you will be seeing pictures and other you know highlights of partners and grapes. But it is truly a wonderful design. It's a wonderful looking product. The I think we may have the same uh, palette, taste palette, because everything you described about both wines. Sounds just what I'm looking for. I can't I wait to hear what you think. Yeah, uh, I love the Syrah. So by the time this podcast gets out to the people, I would no doubt have uh, consumed this bottle and ordered two or three more. <laughs> yes, so, sir. Which is, uh, yeah, I have no problem doing it. I was going to do that anyway. So um, go into the design. Is there any story behind the design of the artwork of this? Because standing out in this market, like I said, you can go to any box store or anything, and there's literally thousands of different wines on the market. Yeah, well, there is a brain behind our brand, and uh, that is my husband, um, Jack Osa, owner of Osa Studio. He's a residential and commercial architect, and they also do graphic design, 
web design and brand management. Ah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. it was yeah. just yeah. it was just amazing to have him develop this for us because he was there from the beginning. He knew he knows the both of us. Right. So it, it came so easy for him to create something that we loved. The toughest choices, the toughest decision was to pick one. He did uh, three or four different designs and we loved all of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and he and his team have developed everything that we have, our website, our logo, our labels. The only thing um, they haven't done is our social media, which I do personally. Right. Um, and we could not be happier. He really transformed our vision into this amazing work. It's beautiful. Thank it's you. beautiful. Yes, um, it's beautiful work by all parties involved. So now that the pandemic is it, far from over, but it's subsided a little bit, where we're going to have podcasts together. Um, are there going to be anything in the future coming up where, you know, people can try your product or is it going to be exclusively online? Uh, no, we're doing private wine tastings right now. Um, we are coming up with events that are going to be held in different restaurants and different right. wine shops. Uh, but like I said, we came on the market last week. We are new um, and we're small. It's a, you know, it's boutique wine, right. uh, but stay tuned. I mean, if people follow us on social media, they will uh, be updated on everything that we're going to have happening. Yes, when this episode comes out, this is the, uh, well, you came online basically last week. So, you know, basically first of August, 2021, uh, this episode will be coming out late August, early September. So you will see a definite push um, at least from my end, for everybody to go and follow. Appreciate and that. Like. Appreciate and that. I very much look forward to some of the tastings that you have and some of the pairings. Now, what would you, where would you like to, in your own personal taste, pair this wine with? Because, you know, what's a good wine with our food? I'm a meat eater. So I love yes. a good steak. I love a good steak. Oh, medium oh, rare, oh, right there. Oh, yeah. And the red blend goes perfectly well oh, with that. Oh, it oh. also goes well with dark chocolate. Um, and it's one of those wines. It's a sipping wine. You can have more than one glass with your dinner. Sometimes you order wine and you have one glass and you're like, oh, I think nah, I'm done. Yeah, no, nah, that's nah. This yeah. is this is not that kind of wine. And the white, well, it goes perfect with any type of seafood. Personally, I love it with risotto. A good risotto, maybe a seafood or a mushroom risotto, it just pairs so good. Yeah, a good mushroom so risotto. Oh, now I'm hungry. I'm <laughs> hungry and I'm thirsty. Okay, so follow her on all her social medias because you'll be out there in the restaurants doing the private tastings, doing the... Uh, Anything coming up immediately that you talk about? We don't. We only have private events right now, yeah. um, but we're moving forward. We're growing fast, and it all it's going to come down to the support that we get from the community. So, guys, yeah, guys, this is it. This is it. This is a chance to get in on the ground floor of a wonderful business uh, and a wonderful product. That's the most important thing. Like, you know, the story is great, and it is, and the, you know, History and everything is wonderful, but if the product's not there, it's not going to shine. Absolutely. Yeah. This is definitely going to be one of those um, products. So get out there, follow, like, and subscribe, Partners and Grapes. Follow uh, Mariana 
on her social media feed. She will be happy to get back in touch with you. How do I know? Because she got in touch with me almost immediately. Like, yes, let's do a podcast. I'm like, oh, yes, I love your love your passion. So she will be there for you, and you will definitely get uh, all the love and support from the Bars Open family and friends. And so so grateful. Be, thank um, you. Oh, no, thank you. I have I have bottles of wine to drink tonight. It's gonna be nice. <laughs> so I look forward to it. Marianna, thank you. This is wonderful. Thank you. This is wonderful. Thank you. It's been but great. this is gonna I, I hate to tell you that it's gonna be part one because I I definitely want to do um another conversation with you as you grow and grow. I want to try different pairings, um, some different people that I happen to be in contact with. I think we'll love to reach out to you. We'll I keep, love, yes. We'll put it on the podcast. We'll do something up. We'll do it up real big. So this is great. Again, guys, uh, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe to The Bar Is Open um, on all your social medias, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. I'm there. Follow Partners in Grapes. Follow Mariana. And, you know, enjoy the wine. I mean, you heard the passion in there. It's got to be. It, it is. It is. It's I guarantee it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Her and her friend will fly from Spain <laughs> <laughs> and take you out and take the challenge. And then after she wins, you have to pay for the flight. So, <laughs> so thank you again. Again, don't forget to like to follow. And as always, the bar is open. Thank you. <laughs>